Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Trisha is here in the morning. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, being awake and at least trying to laugh with me here super early in the 6 o'clock hour. I appreciate it. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Hey, Thank you so much for having me. No, no, thank you. I appreciate you more than you know because people, well, I shouldn't say, people are very much awake at this time because every single person listening right now knows what it's like to be awake at this time. So we're all just commiserating. We're all together in this. We're all together. And this isn't even early for you. Mm-mm. This is Mark Cox Morning Show. You had to be here at 4.30. I woke up for 10 plus years. Eh, that's not fair. For about 10 years, I woke up at 2.30 a.m. every day. Did you have to be here at 4? 3.30. Man. It's a lot to, a lot, go, as you know, a lot goes into putting a show together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, <clears throat> and especially in talk radio because- Excuse me. I used to, I used to be on the morning show on Joy FM, and I it started at six, and so I would walk in at six, <laughs> and that's that's not usual. I don't think that there's there's a lot of shows that you can do that. But as you've probably figured out, and if you listen to the show, I improv a lot. I come very mm-hmm. prepared. When talk radio, you have to be prepared. You can't come in and just completely wing it, except when you're here, and I don't even know what we're talking about right now. But, like we're doing now. No, like but this is now. great. Um, yeah, you are what we would call in the biz as talent as far as like timing goes. So, like producers get here super early, That's get everything. True. Like, well, Mark got here early a. though. He still gets here early. Yeah, it's not like he walked in right at the buzzer. He's unique in the fact that he gets here at four thirty. Because most talent doesn't. Most talent gets here three minutes after their show starts. That's See. You're making me Most feel good. Of how that's yeah. Because so, I always thought I was kind of like skirting the system. No, that's that's pretty much the system. No, you I are par the for the course. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, good to know. The big question this morning that I wanted to ask before we get to real stuff: Pink Floyd fan or not? Yeah, Pink Floyd's great. But you don't listen to him anymore. Well, now that it's you're not. not in it's not like I hear Pink Floyd and I'm like, ah, turn it off. But I, yeah, I don't seek it out, I guess. Okay. Cause but the, yeah, I used to I used to kick it and listen to some Pink Floyd back But you listen to what I would refer to as the mainstream stuff. Yes. Which is, I admit, the best stuff. I'm not saying that, oh, you listen to Dark Side and the Wall. That period of Pink Floyd, Dark Side, Wish You Were Here, Animals. So good. And the Wall is considered their prime years. And I'd assume for a reason. Rightly right? so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely. Although I actually like Animals the best of those four albums, and it's the least 
popular because they they literally did five songs on one album and two of them are a minute long and the other three are like 15 minutes long each minimum sounds about right so you know they just did things basically to to say f you uh and i love that that's one of the reasons i love them but i were this whole morning we're playing mostly stuff not entirely but mostly stuff that's not just before dark side of the moon which is their kind of more obscure stuff but i'm playing like the deep cuts super deep cuts that never ever made the light of day even usually on an album you are welcome st louis yes this is wiggins america yes exactly and i wanted to run that by you so that you could tell me how bad of an idea that was but you say otherwise i know i'm with you no good 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 your time stretch your legs so here's the real stuff have you been paying attention to covid rates nationally by state any of it have you been paying attention for the last let's say two weeks a little bit do you know the direction everything's headed it the good direction right yeah. like everything's trending in the right direction yes. yes i'm gonna let you continue i think i know where you're going with this and it's a good story okay like a happy story it, it is it is we'll see if you think if you thought right okay uh the headline of this story is this is from yahoo news I like reading the opposition media once in a while. Um, Florida has now and now has America's lowest COVID rate. Hmm. Imagine that. Does Ron DeSantis deserve credit? Hmm. Question in a headline. What do you think that Yahoo News, what their their conclusion is to that question? Uh, my guess is their conclusion is Ron DeSantis. The numbers are good despite Governor DeSantis' best efforts. Man. You nailed it. And you know what's funny is in this article, yeah, they they cite a bunch of, they say, well, here's what Newsmax, a right-wing site, said, which is DeSantis critics in the mainstream media remain quiet as Florida's COVID numbers drop. And then um, somebody from the Megyn Kelly show said, it's official. Florida currently has the lowest per capita COVID cases among the contiguous 48 states. Uh, Look forward to the next batch of DeSantis media coverage that's sure to be coming soon. Well, and then a couple of, like Clay Travis said something about they've done it with all without vask or uh, mask or vaccine mandates and all this stuff. The only news item I've found is this one, saying eventually we'll get to here. No, it's not DeSantis's fault, which is proving all of what this article itself is quoting. Right. I mean, they're proving their own. Quotes. And here's what's not interesting, predictable about our media. I had only seen that headline. I had assumed that's what you were going to bring up. Because in our wheelhouse, that is proof of what we've been saying all along, that a little bit of freedom goes a long way and that like natural immunity and antibodies and and letting people like make choices and things is probably the best way to go. So I read that headline and I thought, oh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. I did not read the part where they said that despite Governor DeSantis' lack of efforts or whatever it is, whatever they're doing to throw him under the bus at the end of that, I didn't read it. I just assumed it was going to happen, and you're saying it's in there, right? Yep. Quote, unquote. But don't congratulate Florida just yet. Right. It's like the third Heaven paragraph. Forbid. Yeah, because it talks about their numbers, mm-hmm. and legit, they're, they're all super low, lowest in the 48 states. It says, like everything else about America's COVID ordeal, the state's declining infection numbers are being turned into a political talking points. <laughs> Who's doing that? Right. Um, and all about how this is a normal cycle. Florida's a no exception. Cases started rising there in June, dropping there in late August, right on schedule, like all the other ones. 
Well, the point in saying basically COVID goes through and the Delta variant goes through two month cycles. So within a population and we break them down by states, but, Mm -hmm. you know, COVID doesn't know that. But when we look at a population within about two months, you see the rise and then you see the fall, which is really typical of a virus. Mm -hmm. We just have tracked this one so much more like everybody has. I'm sure Mm -hmm. virologists always do this, but we're tracking this one publicly all the time and making decisions and policies and things off of it's yes cra- it's this is the craziest thing i've ever well seen. what's amazing to me in this is that f- they're talking about florida saying well florida's no exception state started rising there starts falling about two months later um but the the end point of everything that they're saying here is that uh, i'll read the last paragraph it says so while it's true that covid cases come in waves and they go in waves Regardless of what leaders like DeSantis do, the more important question is how their constituents do when those waves inevitably arrive. The whole the whole point of what it's saying is these things come and go, and so you can't give DeSantis mm-hmm. the credit. Well, also you can't give anybody the blame then. Right. And you can't you can't put any of the politics on any of it. And that's that's exactly what they're saying mm-hmm. is that you can't. Um, I mean, it's it's regardless of what these officials do, the outcome is going to be the same. Yes. So it's frustrating when it's for you and I, when we live in a state like Illinois, where these these restrictions are still hurting businesses and are still pitting citizens against citizens and are still causing all of these all of this unrest and upheaval <laughs> and detriment to the economy that a study like this shows that it doesn't matter if you're Governor DeSantis or Governor Pritzker, your outcome is going to be the same. So why wouldn't you be a Governor DeSantis and let people live their freaking lives? You summed it up perfectly. Thank you. And that is that is the point that Yahoo writes an entire article about and doesn't get. But everything they're saying proves that point mm-hmm. and points to that point. I mean, they're, they're proving that point without me even trying. But they they they'll cite data and they'll come to conclusions, but then their conclusions after the conclusions are, so we need to make sure we're uh, we're covering this thing with as much as possible. But that that conclusion doesn't match their own findings. Yeah, their own their findings reportings. and their own reporting that they're mm-hmm. doing. Because you're right, you know it. If it's gonna come and go the same way regardless, then why do anything? And that's back to the beginning of the whole thing, where the point was. Hey, we can't stop a virus. We can't. Back in March of 2020 and late February, we were seeing this thing. Oh, it's coming. This thing may be coming. We're not going to stop it. Nobody was even suggesting we could stop a virus. But the point was, well, if though we shut everything down just temporarily, we might be able to spread out everybody getting it enough, which in hindsight is so foolish to think that the numbers of people in a 320 million person population, we should just broad shut everything down and that, that would keep people from going to the hospital long enough to not overwhelm the hospital system. That was the whole point. And we got way beyond that to where now somebody who actually follows the original plan, which is what DeSantis did, and what they were trying to do is basically just like, look, we're not going to stop the virus. We're going to try to make sure that everybody has as much freedom and mobility as we can while also being smart, making sure that our role as the government, which some people would say is even too far for a government at all, but to make sure that they're having all the monoclonal antibodies and making sure that they're as best they can spreading out the effects of the virus so that hospital systems and you know treatments don't get overwhelmed, vaccine aside. That, that point is completely lost now, though. 
Because I, you could read an article just like that, which I'm amazed. You saw mm-hmm. the same article. And I actually picked it for that reason because I think a lot of people saw this article. Mm-hmm. It was pretty widely seen. If you go to Yahoo at all, it was like the top story of the day this week <clears throat> and uh, or yesterday. And I just think a lot of people probably read that article and wanted to wanted to fit it into their political agenda. Us included, but our political agenda, or at least mine, I'm not going to speak for you, mm-hmm. but mine is that why are we trying to make it political? You're right. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you don't put mandates or you don't put ma- even mask, not just vax, but mask mandates in place, then you're actually not making it political. So my argument is not let's make it political and try to win a political argument. My argument is why do we make it political at all? Yeah. Why do we get the government involved at all? No, I'm with you. And that becomes a political argument because then you're on the side of basically like libertarian, hands off, don't tread on me, which becomes political. But ultimately, me and anybody listening who kind of agrees with that, it sounds like you included, we actually don't want this to be political. Right. I, I, yeah, I would love if we had not politicized it to this point. But like you said, I saw that headline and I thought, wow, this this is like that confirmation bias I talk I, is something that I think about a lot, especially given what we do. I thought, yeah, I knew that, like saw that coming. But at the end of the day, when you break down what that article actually says, it says we can't control this thing. It's not political. Joke's on everybody. Yeah. So yeah. personally, in my opinion, I take that to mean let's not try to. Yeah. Yes. So Exactly. It just depresses me that that article goes out. And, you know, you hope that most of the people reading it would come to the same conclusion that you and I are talking about right now. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if they are. Probably a lot of people do. But I don't know that if you're really scared of COVID or if you're hook, line and sinker on MSNBC, you're not going to read that and come to the same conclusions as we are. Does it seem like there are people does it seem like for there's a shift in the like group of people that are really scared of COVID? Because I'm not. At least in my personal life, I'm not encountering these people as much anymore. Do you think that it's getting better? Yes. Do you think the vaccine did that? Mm-hmm. Or at least the idea of the vaccine, maybe. Do you think that people right now who are the scaredest of COVID, let's say that's you know, a small percentage of people who are still like, don't want to go out of my house. I know a couple of people like that. Uh, family members, like not immediate family members, but extended family mm-hmm. who were still like totally, totally isolated. Do you think that those people were already prone to behave that way and this was almost giving them excuse to do that? Probably. I mean, let's go back to that confirmation bias thing again. Maybe those people were kind of looking for a I told you so thing. And like they probably already deal with some anxiety. Yes. This was an excuse to sort of put it onto something. Possibly. But then do I, those people know right now that the bulk of the people who are being hospitalized with COVID are vaccinated? Because that's, as of this week, that's true. I don't know. I just think about some of the most, like, die hard, stay in, save lives uh, people in my circle. And those people are no longer feeling that way. And I believe that they are emboldened by the vaccine. I think that they are still very much pro-mask. But they're also not stay in your house locked down. This virus needs to control us anymore. So I see at least a, I see a shift in the right direction. I don't know. Could be wrong. I just wonder what's being reported nationally. I mean, we, we have our finger on the pulse pretty good here mm-hmm. about what the overall narrative is. And I haven't seen much this week that showed that 
that the mainstream media was saying, hey, numbers are headed in the right direction, kind of where we started this whole segment. I haven't really seen that happening, even though it's true. No, but you know they're they're not going to do that. That's not going to happen. But I haven't, and I could be wrong, but I haven't necessarily seen them heading in the wrong direction or reporting, heavy reporting on the scare factor like they were for so long. And that might be part of my perception that the narrative is shifting. That the, I mean, news outlets have been covering this. One, because we had to for a long time, but for a lot of these networks, they were doing it because it was Trump. what was getting Trump. It was getting ratings. It was it had like a, a sex appeal, like it was selling. It was because mm-hmm. they're selling a product. I don't think that they're seeing the same return on investment. I think fatigue has finally kicked in. And some of those people that were really buying what they were selling aren't as interested anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. Which I also think, though, positive, right? that they want to spin things po- more positive now with Biden in office. Oh, absolutely. Because that that changed immediately. You're right. I mean, we're talking January, and the whole thing was, well, now we got our savior here, and the vaccines are going to work, and that's and why. They're that, like, that's, oh, crap, it's this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Here oh. we are. What are we, <laughs> 10 months in? They're exactly. like, oh, no. Exactly. Uh, Trisha, thank you so much for being here. We got Roy Wells coming in here uh at the end of this hour so stick around we're going to talk about historical precedent for some of the things that we're seeing in the world right now this is wiggins america 97.1 fm talk get more at 971talk.com t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.